Mrs. Bennet once more. As I mentioned, your next assignment is also the last one, so I thought I'd take one last turn at joining Jane Austen in shaking my head at Mrs. Bennet. In these most recent chapters, she was at her comically foolish best. After Darcy and Bingley's visit, though she fails to persuade them to stay for supper, she triumphs over the day's successes. Her giddy speech after their departure was classic Mrs. Bennet. Quote, And my dear Jane, I never saw you look in greater beauty. Mrs. Long said so too, for I asked her whether you did not. And what do you think she said besides? Ah, Mrs. Bennet, we shall have her at Netherfield at last. She did indeed. I do think Mrs. Long is as good a creature as ever lived, and her nieces are very pretty behaved girls, and not at all handsome. I like them prodigiously. Unquote. I both laughed and cringed at her gleeful celebration of compliments transparently fished for. Mrs. Long said so too, for I asked her whether you did not. And her abundant affection for any girl who is not a rival to her own. Her nieces are not at all handsome. I like them prodigiously. After all Mrs. Bennet's protestations that the news of Bingley's return to Netherfield holds any interest for her, her attitude transforms in the time it would take to stir the fire, if you recall that phrase. Now, every time he comes calling, she makes a shameless, all-out effort to get him alone with Jane. That made for one of the funniest scenes of all. Quote, After tea, Mr. Bennet retired to the library, as was his custom, and Mary went upstairs to her instrument. Two obstacles of the five being thus removed, Mrs. Bennet sat looking and winking at Elizabeth and Catherine for a considerable time, without making any impression on them. Elizabeth would not observe her, and when at last Kitty did, she very innocently said, "'What is the matter, Mama? What do you keep winking at me for?' What am I to do? Unquote. Subtlety is not one of her arts. But Bingley's love of Jane persists in the face of her tactless interference, and he does at last propose. Mrs. Bennet's effusions of delight are once again perfectly in keeping with her character. Quote, oh, my dear, dear Jane, I am so happy. I am sure I shan't get a wink of sleep all night. I knew how it would be. I always said it must be so at last. I was sure you could not be so beautiful for nothing. Unquote. I could go back and inventory the number of times she not only failed to know it would be so, but defensively declared it to be the last thing she wanted. But you remember. At least now she can rest easy that her daughter's beauty has served some pecuniary purpose. She looks the fawning, sycophantic fool once more when Lady Catherine comes to visit. The juxtaposition of the conversation we witness with her comment, quote, She is a very fine-looking woman, and her calling here was prodigiously civil, for she only came, I suppose, to tell us the Collinses were well, unquote, is comical. Prodigiously civil she most certainly was not but I'm not confident Mrs. Bennet's opinion would change even if she had heard the substance of their discussion. I will miss Mrs. Bennet's flutterings and spasms, her self-contradictory speeches, and her graceless social conduct. They were always good for a laugh. <laughs>